Noah, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. Welcome to Injury Time. How are you finding India? Uh, it's been good. It's been good so far. It's a fun, exciting uh, experience. Obviously, this last few games hasn't been going the way we wanted. But uh, yeah, overall, I'm very happy uh, to be here. Uh, you know, me and my family, my family and I already adapted to being goers. So it's, it's, it's good. So before coming here, how much did you know about Indian football? Did you uh, do your research and stuff before making your move here? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, there was a few Moroccan players that, that played in this league. Uh, so there was uh, Nosser Momouni. He played in uh, HEK. Uh, he was, I think, here for a year. Then you have uh, Zaid Karouj. Uh, also, that I have a mutual friend that spoke to him about uh, Go and stuff like that, just so I could get an idea. And uh, also Samir Duchi. The played in HEK as well, so yeah, I'm I'm aware of the, I was aware of the the league of the the country, so yeah. So after coming here, when you see the league, uh, the amount of travel that you have to do, anything surprised you at all? Uh, no, not really, because like I kind of asked, and also you know, now you can find everything on the internet, you know, <laughs> to see. Just to see how things are, and you know, obviously, my family and I are very excited for this new adventure. So we did a lot of research and stuff like that. So yeah, I wasn't really surprised about anything. So when you look at uh, the season so far for FC Goa, it looks to me from the outside a little bit of a start-stop. Uh, new coach, a lot of new players. You're sort of trying to figure out what is happening. You've got some wins and some, like you said, some results didn't go your way. So how do you see the whole season uh, end? looking forward as well um to be honest uh you know you know no matter the results or whatever because i'm always i'm there with the team every day so i know i've been in really good teams and i've been in not so great and you know what i see in um, in our team is like you know we have we have what it takes and we have the players to 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 do something big you know and uh, it's just a matter of being consistent about everything and uh, sticking together and you know uh, no matter sometimes you you know some the season is there's still a lot of games you know what i mean so we just have to keep pushing and uh, keep motivating each other and and the best teams they 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 show it after they lose now, it's easy to just win and you have good momentum and you just keep winning you know but when is when you lose and things are not going your way how do you react what do you do you know and i think we we do have what it takes to get out of you know uh, the two bad games that, that we had uh and i think it's a learning lesson for all of us to to see what we did wrong, what we did right, what we need to improve on. Uh, but yeah, I, I really think we have a good team. And you, you, your post-performance per se, individually, I think you have four goals and an assist so far in eight games, which is a great return. So how would you rate your own uh, performance? And is it uh, an adjustment to play in Indian football because maybe uh, the ball's not coming as quickly as you're used to or uh, some something like that? 
yeah, I mean, it's it's different. It's a different way of you know. I've been playing in Morocco for the last two years. Uh, it's it's every league is different. You know what I mean. No matter what level it is or whatever. Um, so it's it's just a matter of adjusting and things like that. And I think I did really well um, with you know adjusting to the group and different way they're playing. And I think that every game they kind of understand how I play and how me understanding how other players uh, like to play. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I I had a a good a good start. And uh, there's always there's always room for improvement, uh, always room to get better. So one of the reasons why we do this with uh, the players is for uh, the, the fans and everybody to know who you are and what you have done in your career and all of that stuff. So I want to start from the beginning. Uh, how you started in Morocco before you moved to the US. So what is football like in Morocco? And even more so now because the World Cup and you Morocco is doing really well. You'll see about today's result, but they they did really well. Yeah, um, well, I was, you know, uh, when I was, uh, before I went to live in America, um, I played the, I was in Wydad Casablanca, which is a big club in Morocco. Uh, but I was only there for a couple of years uh, before I moved to America. So I would say like the academy that really, you know, uh, I grew up under, it would be uh, Metro Stars. And then the name was changed to New York Red So I was there, but even had the name New York Red Bull. Um, uh, but yeah, different, the, you know, Morocco and obviously America, it's, it's different, it's different way of playing football. And I'm glad that I got to experience both because in Morocco where I played football in the streets mostly, and that gets you the technical side of football, um, uh, and you know, just being street smart in a way in football, and then you know, I had America where they taught me tactics and you know, at a young age and uh, passing ability and all these different things that I maybe didn't learn in Morocco. So, what is football like uh, in Morocco to the people? What does it mean? Uh, how are you always? Everybody is playing football all the time. How is it going? Yeah. It's it's exactly how you know. Obviously, people don't see uh, maybe don't see Morocco as like Brazil or whatever, but it's it's exactly the same. It's uh, people playing. You go to Morocco, you'll see people playing football. You know, on the streets every day, every neighborhood. Uh, you know, you don't. There's no such thing as like you see kids playing basketball. Or it's football, strictly football. Yeah. And, you know, you even find older people, you know, old age and when they uh, set up pickup games uh, to play and just enjoy and laugh, you know, even if they can't run. So it's and, you know, everyone, uh, obviously, football is the most watched sport. But in Morocco, mainly it's football. There's no other there's no other sport besides football. How do you see the performance of this World Cup uh, for Morocco as an African team? It's great always to see Asia and Africa do well because they want to catch up to Europe and uh, Latin America. So how do you see that? Uh, I think, that, to, to be honest, the Asian teams and the, the, the African teams really did well in this World Cup. Uh, and it's no surprise because you know uh, they're putting the, the work and 
uh, especially I know about Morocco, the, you know, they really have a good group. And uh, uh, I think that the coach, the coach, if you can see from videos or pictures from the game, they, the coach has really good connection with the players. And I think that's major because uh, when you have, when you have players, say if I'm a coach and I have players like, you know, uh, having that bond with me, it's easy for you, for them to go onto the field and, and have that, you know, let me fight for the coach. And, and, uh, and I know, and I know him because, uh, he, he coached a big club, the one I told you we did, Casablanca, uh, before he got called up to the national team to coach them. And that's because of the connection that he had with the, the players. And I think that's, that's the only thing that's, that has changed. The players all, you know, mostly about the same players that have been there for a whole year. It's just that the coach, uh, I think, is closer to the players than the, the older coach. You've won the AFCON with them, right? Yeah, Shang. African Cup of Nations? Yeah. How, how, would that, how does that feel to win a continental title? Uh, with And African Cup of Nations, which is always one of the most entertaining and colourful uh, continental tournaments anyway. And unpredictable also. Yeah, no, of course it was amazing, you know, and uh, you know, I put in so much hard work in that last uh, was two years before when I like went to Morocco. Because before I went to Morocco, I never got called up until I went to Morocco. And then obviously the scouts and the coaches were able to see me day in and day out. Um, so it's a proud moment. It's probably the best moment that I've had because just because it's your national team and you're representing your country and just the vibe of, of being there with the team. It's so different. It's, it's, it's so different. You know, I won three titles in Morocco, but that was probably by far the best one. And it was literally, we were there for uh, a month with the national team and, you know, everyone wished that we were there for longer, you know, because <laughs> it was it was a nice experience. How was the celebrations like? Oh, it was amazing. Uh, most people probably lost their voice, <laughs> uh, but but it was it was amazing. It was in Cameroon, so we had like the hotel people. Uh, uh, they were like celebrating with us, even though they're not Moroccan. But it was it, it was a fun experience. Anything when you went back home? Was it like we saw videos from Senegal this year? The whole uh, roads packed with people and all that was it the same for you as well? Uh, in some in some neighborhoods, in some mm-hmm. yes. And the, another thing I wanted to ask is uh, your time in Israel. You decided to go to Maccabi Haifa, I think. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? How yes. was it there? Like we, uh, as Asians and people looking outside, we look at and think, oh, Israel, Palestine. There's always issues. It's unsafe and all of that. How was it actually being in that place? Uh, it's, it's, it's probably one of the best, probably the, one of the best, uh, countries I've been to. Uh, it's, it's really beautiful. Uh, especially this, I was in, uh, I was in Haifa, so it was, it was unbelievable. Like the, you know, the ocean, the mountains, it's like that kind of mixture of, uh, landscape. So it was, it was unbelievable. And it's not, it's not anywhere near close to what people make it to be you know yeah and then you had a stint in south africa as well with ajax uh, cape town 
it's one of the clubs uh, that we keep hearing about uh, over the years yeah. so how is uh, that so this moves that you've made from us uh, to uh, israel and morocco south um, uh, south africa now india how how does this uh, how do you choose where to go next it's like a thing that i want to experience a certain culture or oh, that's a great club i can go there uh, how does that decision making go you know i always i was uh, see where and you know obviously you try to build you try to build your career and uh, i always uh, see when is the perfect moment to go to a club and uh, if i will be successful there uh and the way they play football and and things like that you have to look at all this this stuff to make a decision and uh yeah and i'm glad i went there because my my wife and my kids are from there so <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it was uh it's also south africa cape town is i don't know if you if you've been there or but it's one of the best places unbelievable unbelievable for me for me that's home you know uh, it's one of the best places i've been to for sure and uh, oman as well i forgot to mention the, that you played there as well so yeah when you so what was the decision I mean what was the trigger that okay fc goa is my next move you said you picked the right time to move to certain clubs so what was the trigger yeah um i i i speak with uh, you know with FC Goa I might just speak with them before but uh things just didn't go the way we both wanted so um yeah then when the chance came again uh, and then we, there was talks and stuff like that and I felt this was the right time to make the the move and obviously I made the the great choice at the right time so yeah I'm I'm very happy to be here so uh, do you we india had a lot of african players playing in india back in the day right at least uh, 10 say 10 15 years ago a lot of them all our superstars were uh, from africa then we had this whole european uh, move a lot of spaniards and stuff like that again and now uh, we are looking at west asia and africa once again so uh, when you come here how do you see did you know about uh, indian football before uh back in the day as well or something that we learned over the because of the isl yeah i remember uh, i think maybe 2015 2016 i think i think that's when samir khuti was here so mm. uh yeah i spoke with him i spoke with him at that time on how things are and he's like yeah everything is is unbelievable they treat him because he was at atk mm. so he's like uh he said everyone's treating them nice they're very welcoming uh, he's enjoying his football so i already knew i had an idea of of how things are you know and then 3 years back uh nosemo muni he also played for hk uh but i think he had a short spell uh, in india but he just told me how everything is and yeah i already had i, ha- I had an idea before before i came on how uh things are and that's i think that's what pushed me really pushed me to to try to 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 come here so please yeah go ahead yeah sometimes you don't know you don't know how things are so it's hard to make a decision but when you when you know you ask around people you trust tell you about a certain thing then it's easier for you to make a decision 
So now when you come here, oh, is there an adjustment period for you in terms of game style? Uh, you used to certain other things, uh, speed, you know, power, physicality. Was there an adjustment period for you? Uh, no, I th- I think I really because I've been to too, too many uh, different countries like playing, mm-hmm. so I think it was easy for me to adjust. You know, and one thing also, you know, football wise and also living. Uh, you know, I learned that I'm here to work. So, you know, my mind kind of, you know, I don't try to expect too much uh, the way things are or maybe the way things are home, the way I'm used to. So I just try, this is my situation. I need to adjust the way they play, the way they do this. I need to always bend, you know what I mean? And I think that's a great, that's a great aspect because then you get into the groove quick and uh, I think that's that's what happened when I came. Yeah, I think uh, there was a coach, uh, Steve Darby. I don't know if you know of him. He's uh, from Liverpool. He's coached here in India as well. Out of place in Asia. He always says, be like bamboo. As a foreigner coming to a new new country. Just so that you bend, but don't break. So, to adjust. So, uh, that's you just mentioned you bend a little. So, you know, uh, that thought just popped in my head. But, yeah, uh, yeah but... As a foreign player going to different countries, do you feel extra pressure that you have to deliver, especially with a lot of these countries have this, uh, you know, only a certain amount of foreign players and they're brought in to be better than the local players and all of that. And you have to deliver quickly. So is, do you feel that pressure? No, it's something to to get. You know, I think earlier in my career, where you feel that if you go to a country that, yes, there is obviously... Uh, I wouldn't call it pressure, but there is more of, uh, okay, you're a foreigner, you come into a country, you're basically taking a foreigner spot, uh, you have to do something, you have to, but I think that if you think like that, then that's when you don't perform. Uh, I think you have to come in, for example, I've played in more countries than playing back home. Uh, I think it's like the more you try to be like, oh, I need to score, I need to do this, I need to do, I have pressure. That's when you don't do anything, you know. So it's hard work, it's staying positive, it's not thinking the worst. And yeah, the the there is, I don't, I don't believe, I don't, I don't, I don't really try to put in my head that I have a certain amount of pressure to, that because I'm a foreigner. You understand what I mean? It's a team yeah. sport. Yes, people do expect you to do to to score and give assists, but in the end of the day, this is a team sport. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So all you can do is give your best, and that's all. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask some uh, quick fire sort of questions because uh, I guess we are running out of time a little bit. So, uh, who is the best player that you've played with and played against in your career? Massimo Chuelli. You you probably don't know him, but he's uh, he's a uh, he's a Moroccan player. He also played in uh, Raja Casablanca, which is the club I was at in Morocco. Uh, he's a legend there, uh, you know. And he also played in uh, the Arab Gulf a lot of t- a lot of teams like Avrayan and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I would say he's one of we call him the Ronaldinho of Morocco. <laughs> Yeah, he was an unbelievable player, and uh, yeah, and I also I played with him and I played against him. So, hmm. 
So uh, you mentioned uh, Raja Kasabanka and you played for Vidar before. Uh, how is that rivalry like? I've read a little bit about uh, the derbies and stuff in Morocco. Yeah, that's that's it. Let me tell you, is it is it you know there's derby and there's Casablanca derby. It's <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's, I don't know if you've seen videos of of the of the games. Uh, sometimes they don't even allow. They'll play in a different city the derby because that's how crazy it gets. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, any Moroccan player, no matter where they play, and even if they play in English Premier League, they wish they can they can play in that uh, derby. That's how you know uh, vibe it is and the atmosphere is unbelievable. Is there any historical context to the rivalry? Say that again. Like any historical context to the rivalry? Um, like mine or? No, no, like these two clubs. So oftentimes you see one of them is an elite club and one is not. Or uh, In case of Mohan Bagan in East Bengal, there is an ethnic rivalry between uh, two groups and stuff like that, which is sort of makes that match a lot more. Uh, yeah, you know. no, it's always, it's always been there. The, the rivalry has always been there. Uh, I mean, it's two teams from Casablanca mm. and uh, out, the, the trading ground of Raja Casablanca is literally on the same road. Mm. As it's literally on the same road, maybe like a one minute one minute walk. Mm. So um, you know, it's 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 really tense. The uh, they always like even if if it's like the Moroccan national team, you'll see like comments in between like Raja and Vidal, like about the players on the national team. It's mm. that kind. Of, it's, it's it's a strong it's a strong rivalry, but it's it's good for football. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, I was reading this book. If anybody wants to read it, they can read that as well. It's about African football, uh, Feet of the Chameleon. Um, so I was reading about Morocco and stuff like that in there. That's why I was just wondering. So uh, anyway, um, you said best player you played with, best player you played against. Yeah, uh, I would say I would still say him. Himul. Oh, because, ah, you said you played against him as well. Okay, yeah, because he he was he was he was and he is the best one in Morocco for the three years that I played there. He's you know uh, that you consider a big player. It would be him. So how do you how does Moroccans look at players like Hakim Ziyech or Ashraf Hakimi who played most of their life away from uh, you know Morocco? Right? Mm-hmm. So how do you look at those players? In what way? No, as the fan base, do they see them as uh, the best of this generation, or do they care more about players who play? In of their course, way? you know the the career speaks for itself. Uh, they played in big clubs, um, but not necessarily because they play um, in big big clubs that they might be the best players in Morocco. I I don't really believe that because I. Like I've played in the league in Morocco, and uh, they are unbelievable players. Unbelievable players. Sometimes also it's not about uh, just football itself; it's about luck. There's you know right place, right moment. Uh, obviously, <laughs> their name speaks for itself. But I'm just saying that like, there's so many talented players other than them. You know. Yeah. And now I wanted to ask uh, a question about. Uh, the best Indian player that you've played with and played against so far? The best Indian player? 
Yeah. Oh, you have seen also is fine in the league so far. <laughs> from my from from FC Goa. Whichever. Actually, you can say one from FC Goa and one from uh, not FC Goa because otherwise I'm sure you'll be both from FC Goa. Uh, but there's a lot, man. <laughs> Uh, yes, there is. Sigoa, you know, uh, we have a lot of lot of good players. You know, there's Redeem, there's Anwar, there's Deraj, there's Glenn, there's Brandon. There's a lot of talented players. Okay, but let's go with one. Have, look, look, maybe you should ask me this, like, in the end of the season. End of season, yeah, maybe. No, yeah. All season, yeah. you know, and... Yeah. You know, I do. I do try to watch all the um, all the games, but I think it's too early to say. Hmm. Any Indian players you heard of before you came here? Uh, no. Okay. So um, this is the last question that we always ask our uh, guests, and uh, I'm going to ask you as well. What is the funniest thing that happened to you on a football field? Now it could be a conversation between you and some other player in the match, or. Some nonsense happened and uh, it was funny because a lot of things do happen in the game, right? Uh, me trying to explain the ref something, uh, trying to explain to the ref something, and he tells me to shut up. <laughs> Where is this? <laughs> Not long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain a little bit more without giving? Uh, I I'd rather not, but yeah, there, it was it was. Yeah, it was it was a few games ago. It was so any funny. Other, any other ones? I was I was actually very shocked. Like I was literally just trying to explain something, and then he's like, "Shut up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because oftentimes we ask this question, we get some of the most ridiculous answers. Uh, I'll tell you one. You know, I mean, you have assistant coach Gaurmangi. Uh huh. He was playing a game when he was a player and uh, a fight broke out at the other end. So he was staying away. And this is like a big game. So in Goa only, I think, and he was staying away. And I think it is Clifford. No, not Clifford was in the other side, yeah. So they were having this whole argument. Mungi was staying away from the whole thing. And then uh, later on, he felt a hit from the back. And then he went and asked, like, why did you hit me? And the other guy came and running, hey, sorry, sorry, I hit the wrong person by mistake. <laughs> <Not today>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these kind of things do happen, and which is which I find very really hilarious because you know we don't see a lot of this. You guys keep having conversations in the game, and we don't see any. Yeah, that. yeah. There's some things you don't see on you know you don't see on the TV, but they do do happen in the field. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think half an hour was the time that was allotted to me. Uh, I think I'm running out of it anyway. So, uh, Noah, all the best to you. I hope to catch you at the end of the season to ask the question about the best Indian player that you played with and against. And uh, maybe then I'll get the, uh, you know, proper, full-blown answer. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Nice speaking to you always. Uh, when you are Thank in you. Bangalore, I'll hope, uh, hopefully I'll catch up with you. So, uh, yeah, let's... Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure.